In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Scripture begins with these words. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. The Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. At the dawn of creation, there was water and spirit. And so it is no surprise at the dawn of the new creation, there was water and spirit. When Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens opened up, and he saw the Spirit of God descending upon him like a dove, coming to rest upon him. Can you picture it? No sooner than Jesus comes up out of the water, the Spirit comes down upon him. Water in Spirit, the dawn of the new creation. And our Lord Jesus is at the very center of it. No wonder he says, Behold, I am making all things new. Do you remember what Jesus said to that man, Nicodemus, that ruler of the Pharisees? He said, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Plain, simple, clear. To be baptized is to be born of water and the Spirit. It is to become new. In order to become part of the new creation and part of God's kingdom, you must be born again. You must be a new creation. And in being baptized, you yourself are a new creation. You were once part of the old creation that fell into sin and death. You were once merely born of fleshly parents, and so you yourself were merely flesh. That which is flesh is flesh, Jesus says. And flesh will not inherit the kingdom of God. But now through baptism you have become part of the new creation. You are now born of the Holy Spirit, that which is spirit is spirit, Jesus says. And this is why our Lutheran confessions say so beautifully, so simply, and yet so profoundly, there is a great difference between baptized and unbaptized people. And how could it be otherwise? An unbaptized person is born of flesh and is flesh. The baptized person is born of the Holy Spirit and is spirit. In baptism, we are a new creation. The old has died, the new has come. It is of this that St. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, behold, the new has come. Now, this does make for a strange way of speaking. In fact, it changes everything. If we were to speak as accurately as we possibly could, we would not say to dear Boone that you were born on December 12, 2023, but we would specify that on that day you were born of the flesh. And then on January 7, 2024, the very feast of the baptism of our Lord, you were baptized. On that day, 
you truly died and were buried and rose again with Jesus. And indeed, because Boone is risen again, he is a new creation. Never to die again. This is what Jesus teaches in John chapter 11. Whoever lives, whoever uh, lives and believes in me will never die because we have been made new creatures, born of water and the Spirit. Death is no longer death for us. Rather, to speak more accurately, we have already died the day that we were baptized. Your true death day and your true birthday are that same day that you were baptized and became a new creature. On that day you were baptized and died, you were also raised from the dead and born again. Born of water and the Spirit, and you will never die again. In every sense, you are a new creation. This then is why Peter says, baptism now saves you. And why our Lord Jesus says, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. It is not as if baptism is some work that we must do to get into heaven. Nor is it that Jesus has only two legal requirements for us to fulfill. Boxes to be checked, faith and baptism. No. To be baptized is to be born of water and the Spirit. It is to be a new creation. And to believe is simply to be alive. Whoever believes and is baptized is a new creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved on the last day when the old creation is finally destroyed once and for all because they are no longer of that fallen world. Of course, if it happens that one is baptized and no longer believes, that person needs to have the Spirit of God, the Word and the Spirit, uh, given to him, to be preached to him, to have life breathed back into him. Such a person does not need to be baptized again. He is already a new creation. He simply needs to be revived. Faith comes by hearing, St. Paul says, and hearing by the word of Christ. As hard as it is for us to wrap our minds around, the old has died and the new has come. We are new creatures. The new creation of God is already breaking in and breaking forth. This is why in our epistle lesson for today, St. Paul says, What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death. In order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Do you hear what Paul is saying? Being baptized into Jesus, you have died with Jesus. You have been buried with Jesus. The old and sinful part of you has been buried along with all of its sins and put away forever. Just as Christ is risen from the dead, we too walk in newness of life even now. These words of St. Paul are both wonderfully comforting 
and wonderfully encouraging. Comforting because they show us that although we Christians struggle with sin, we are not rejected by God. That our sins are crucified with Christ in our baptism. And these words are encouraging because God has placed us on his side over and against all our sins. That is what it means to you be united with Jesus. Jesus didn't come to approve of our sinful condition or grant acceptance of our sins. Jesus came to have all of our guilt and all of our sinful nature laid upon him and then take them away from us forever. Which means, of course, that God has shown us the most profound and incredible grace that we can ever imagine. Your sins aren't even your sins anymore. Jesus has taken them all away and made them his own. This is why John the Baptist in Matthew's account recoils and doesn't understand why Jesus would want to be baptized into those sinful and disgusting waters poured over him in the Jordan. For the fulfilling of righteousness, Jesus says in Matthew's gospel. Not for the fulfilling of his righteousness, for he is righteous already. He is already righteous, but for the fulfilling of ours. He was washed in your sins in his baptism so that in your baptism you could be washed in his righteousness. God laid upon Jesus the iniquity of us all so that the, on the cross the most astonishing thing happens. Jesus becomes the sinner, the only sinner. All the sins of the world laid upon him. And in his flesh, the power of sin and death is overcome and destroyed once and for all. So back to Paul's point. How on earth could we ever pursue sin or delight in sin or commit ourselves to continuing in sin? This would be completely contrary to who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for us. Instead, we acknowledge our sins, we confess our sins, and we receive forgiveness. And then daily put to death and crucify our old flesh that still clings to us. Listen, as St. Paul teaches these very things. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, but that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For the one who has died has been set free from sin. Paul continues, Now if we had, have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin, once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. So this is how we are to regard ourselves, dead to sin. 
That's the old me. That's the old creation. That's not who I am. That's not what I want to pursue. And if I fall into sin, small or great, wittingly or unwittingly, willingly or unwillingly, if I fall into sin, I do not turn away from God, but I turn to Him, and I confess to Him. I confess in full agreement with Him that it is sin. It is no longer who I am, no longer who I want to be. Then for the sake of Jesus, and only Jesus, God forgives me and removes all my sins. For Jesus' sake, he does not count my sins against me, as David sings in Psalm 32. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, for you forgave the iniquity of my sin. You removed my guilt, and you did not count my sins against me. What wondrous love is this, that God only, not only so lavishly forgives all our sins, but then he makes us a new creation, truly his children. So this is what it means to be a new creature. Though we do indeed sin, we are by no means enslaved to it. We confess it and we fight against it. We know that soon enough our sinful nature will be no more. Our sinful nature will die, and yet we shall live. What a marvel and wonder that it is to agree with God. Acknowledge our sins and confess it, and have him remove the guilt of our sins from us, so that with pure heart and a clean conscience we might know that no, not only is God with us, but he is for us. He is on our side. We reckon ourselves as God reckons us, dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. When Jesus is baptized, when he comes up out of the water, when the Spirit descends upon him, it is the dawn of the new creation. Boone, when you enter these baptismal waters, you were baptized with him. A new uh, you was born, born of water and the Spirit. You are a new creation. And as a new creation, you're right, you are righteous in God's sight. He not only forgives you, he does not count your sins against you. Not only will he not count your sins against you, but he also fills you with the new impulses of the Holy Spirit so that you might walk in the newness of life every day. Consider yourself dead to sin and alive to Christ Jesus, for that is what you are. God be thanked and praised. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let me rise for the offertory. Amen.